Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And, and we're back, baby! Chase and crew, McPherson and Burrow too, rolling down to Pecor on Vogue's, slapping all them raven hoes. And welcome back to Fuck You, We Like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting across from me, as always, or semi-across now, as always, is... Lloyd Johnson. And in between Lloyd Johnson and myself, we have a very special returning guest. Phil Pointer. Ah, oh, damn, we're supposed to be Harrison Butler. Your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Phil. Uncle Phil's back. Yeah. You're the only father that I ever knew. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. references. Uh, let's just move on, man. Yes, we'll move on. Uh, uh, if you're watching the video, you might notice something, something a little different. We have our producer, Cody Hucker, sitting in his beloved chair. Hello. Hello to the people, Cody Hucker. You're going to be providing some burns for us? Maybe. Of course. Phil, how the fuck are you? Man, I'm good. I'm working and telling jokes when they let me, you know? <clears throat> of course, dude. We're going to Chameleon later to tell some jokes. Yeah, well, we'll see how that works out for us. <laughs> Oh, are you, are you, do you think it's going to be too late? or? Oh, no, nah, I'm just saying. We just have to see who's in the room and what they want to hear. Yeah, I think they usually hear, they usually want to hear uh, slurs, hate speech, and bigotry. I mean, it's in the rules. It yeah. is in the rules. You have to do it at least once. So. Yeah. But, dude, Lloyd, how the fuck are you? I'm I'm here. I'm doing you're, right. You're here. You're, you're zooming it up. Um, yeah. You're zooming it up. Um. Nah, man, I I think I did all right. I went to the game uh, last Sunday or last Thursday. I got, uh, I had a lot to drink. Jeez, <laughs> I what had a surprise. I had I I got college girl wasted because I had seven fire or no two fireball shots and seven truly drinks in the span of about an hour and a half. The fuck was you trying to set a record or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the person that's the most drunk in front of Harrison Butler, Billy DeVore, and his parents. Jesus Or in my Christ. parents, I'm sorry. And I'm pretty sure I said it because I I didn't black out, but I like only kind of remember going into the stadium. Wait, you thought it, you started all that before you got there? That was your pregame? No, I pregamed at Bengal Gyms like I usually do. I tailgated at Bengal Gyms uh-huh. and had about seven. I mean, if I had seven Trulies and two fireball shots in the stadium, I'd be broke as hell. Well, I'm just saying, like, I believe you and I agree with you, but goddamn, dog, that's a hell of a way to walk into a fucking stadium. Oh, dude. yeah. I mean, that's Jesus honestly where you... That, I, I believe that's where you do your drinking is at the tailgate. Man, I, I, man, I understand, but if you're going to have that much to fucking drink, dog, you might well just go ahead and pull up a little laptop and just watch the game there. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Because pretty much all you're going to see is stars while you're in the fucking stadium. I mean, I don't know, me and Tua. Apparently, I'm on the wrong side of this because that's not even me stretching my fucking legs. <laughs> oh, ain't nobody talking about you. Ain't nobody shifted the conversation your way, psycho. <laughs> you stand over here on Schubert. I mean, I'm not a very, like, I'm not a seasoned drinker. You're a seasoned drinker. 
I'm aware. You'll have a bo- you'll have a <laughs> bottle of Sailor Jerry during a podcast episode. And not think twice. Yeah, it's uh, sad but true. You're having a different you're having a different one today though. What's yeah. your drink of choice? I'm drinking vodka. Oh, uh, uh, strawberry Smirnoff vodka. Yep. Love it, dude. Word. Yeah. I'm... I might take a shot of that later. I remember high school. <laughs> <laughs> Right this, now they're cheaper than the regular. Was this freshman or sophomore year? Oh man, both. They all kind of blend together at this all point. All these were cheaper than the just the regular. Lloyd actually oh, makes yeah. a damn good drink out of those strawberry seltzers and that fucking that straw. I I didn't expect it to be this delicious, but it's a li- very little sugar, just like nice and fizzy. It's and just, just enough oh, tingly and strawberry and delicious. It's, it's, it's good. Fuck, it's good as hell. It's super good. Shit, y'all got me wanting to drink right this moment. Right yeah. this moment. It's refreshing. Hell yeah, I, I, dude. Sounds like see that refreshing shit that caught me because that's how I ended up drinking fucking um, gin and tonic. Because I just saw somebody with one with a lime sticking out. I was like, this shit looks delicious. It's refreshing. Like, shit. Like, dude, like, my drink of choice, like, when I was, like, my mid-20s, my go-to cocktail was a whiskey sour. Mm. It was, oh, that's one of my favorites. Good one. It's so good. And, like, it's refreshing. It's got the cherry inside. I'm an ice chewer, so I'll just have all of it. Did you get the real one where they do the egg whites and shit like that? No, I never did that. Yeah, I know. So, apparently, a whiskey sour is, like, it's a whipped egg whites drink. So, they they mix egg whites. Really? That's the traditional. I've never heard that If you order a whiskey sour at, like, a nice-ass bar downtown, they'll give you one with egg whites in it. Really? Yeah. I always thought it was the sour mix, whiskey, throw a little grenadine and a fucking cherry and call it a night. Nope, the fucking I mean, the real ones are like a whipped. It's good, but it's not what I remember. That's, as a whiskey. That's sour. the dive bar whiskey sour that you just explained. Yeah, there. sour mix and fucking whiskey. You know what I'm saying? You'd be lucky if you got the grenadine and the cherry cordial. But Do, uh, so what? Like what bar would this be though? You could go to like Japs and get one of those. Tokyo Kitty would have them. Uh, I do like Tokyo Kitty. I mean, you could go. I don't know. Yeah, Tokyo Kitty's you, pretty cool. I'm sure if you ask for like a, a whiskey sour with egg whites somewhere around here, I'm they sure would this have is it. fascinating. <laughs> cocktails yeah we're talking co- i mean you're the you're the i mean, I mean you, ha- you gotta you gotta admit that this subject kind of arose out of the fact of schubert trying to destroy his liver yes yeah. like that's where this all started so it just kind of it's not that far of a branch so this motherfucker yeah. drinks three fingers of whiskey he's fucked oh yeah <laughs> i i haven't gotten whiskey drunk before i've gotten i mean it's not like i'm not like one to drink like solely whiskey i'm one to be like I'll have a, a couple shots of whiskey and a few Trulies, or uh, I'll have a few shots. Because, like, the thing with Trulies is that you forget their alcohol. Uh, see, like, that's this your is problem so good. Right there. That's your problem. See, I see back before I was worried about the levels of sugar in my blood, I used to fuck with uh, Jameson and ginger ale. But nowadays, oh. I just go with Jameson and soda water. Jameson and ginger ale is so fucking good. I bet. It's so fucking good. But Jameson and soda water with a couple of lime slices, and I'm okay. Because and I don't, I'll stay on that all night. I don't drink soda anymore, so I can't do ginger ale or dig it. Coke or anything like that. I'll do sour. I have my, I have, I've always said I have my vices, like sweet tea is my vice, fruit punch, sour mix. I'll have that. Like a whiskey. Like I can't have a whiskey Coke, but a whiskey sour any day of the week. Yes, please. I can dig it. Or a truly, yes, please. Or it, it wasn't white. See, you, you drink like a young motherfucker. Like, I I'm gonna do. switch up to as many different liquors. He is as a I young can. motherfucker. I am I mean, a young. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, man, your your stomach could get to a point where you got to stick with one one day. Like I went It'll to get there. I picked up friend of the pod Josh Isles from the airport, um, who founded Who Day Nation, and I picked him up. And first thing I was like, let's go to a liquor store because we're going to the Bengal Gym tailgate, and. 
we did that. I got like a 24 case of Bud Light and Jesus. a 12 pack of Truly Punches. Well, you go into somebody's crib. Right? And they disappeared in about 10 minutes. It's because motherfuckers was drinking seven like your ass. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also, I, well, the Bud Lights disappeared in an instant. Like, the Truly <clears throat> took a little bit more time, especially <clears throat> since I had a third of them. In about 30 minutes. Because it was mostly men down there. <laughs> I mean, basically. <laughs> You'll yeah. find a woman occasionally that'll take a couple of them Bud Lights off your hands, but mostly the dudes. Yeah. The, the Bud Lights are the dudes, and me and the women were the Trulies. Yeah. 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 That's and the, fir- exactly and the right. first truly I had, I was just like, I chugged it like, all right, this is what my pace is going to be like for the rest of the time here. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a couple of points where fucking Schubert was down there talking about, Wee! <laughs> went full woo girl. Just went full woo girl. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I I know I gotta I gotta tail it back, but that was it was the no. first it was my first one of the year because I couldn't go to the Steelers tailgate because of the because ba- of my baseball game. But I'm going to the rest of them for this year, and I'm so excited. I can't <clears throat> wait. Um, but. You know, that was the tailgate. We talked about the tailgate. And after that, I went to the game. Cody, can you go to the next slide so we can talk about the goddamn game? Holy shit, man. Breathe. That was the next slide. Was how it, yeah, These are the next on? slides. This this one right here, buddy? Yeah! <laughs> because you know what's on the next slide. Uh, what's the, on the next slide, Alex? The Bengals pulled off their second straight dub. Uh, Nice. 20. So good. You said that like you just now figured that out. Oh. <laughs> just he was like, nice. Cool. Nah, I kid. They won 27 to 15. It was a very, it was an ugly 27 to 15 at times. Eh. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that uh, the first two games that we lost, oh. we lost, what was it? Total of three points, both games. Yep. Both games together. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is is that you're looking at a team that's really just starting to gel. Yep. And really just start. So, I mean, there as far as I'm concerned, it was a it was a very very pleasing 27 to 15. Yes, exactly. I mean, very like, pleasing. Any win is a like in the grand scheme of things, any win is a quality win. Especially if it's like like look at the Steelers for example, like when they won by 3 in overtime when they should have won by fucking 30. <laughs> they're like Oh my god, a win's a win. Fuck you. We're better than you. No, we just played like shit. Yeah. I mean, and truth be told, that first game against the Steelers, we should have won that game. Yeah. Like, there were several points where we should have won that game. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was a it was a ridiculous dude. I did not I didn't I did not realize how important a fucking long snapper was. Right? Yep. I had no fucking clue how crucial that dude is. Because like when you watched like when you watched who filled in? Was it Wilcox? I'm not sure. Like, yeah, yeah, Wilcox. When you so. watched Wilcox fill in, it was like watching a long snap in slow motion. Yeah. Because that gave Mika Fitzpatrick all the yep. time in the world to fucking swat it. But we digress. We're here talking about a dub. Burrow was pretty damn good this game. So fucking good. 20 of 31 for 287 yards, two touchdowns, one, two, a long one to uh, T. Higgins, and another one to, I believe, Hayden Hurst. My boy. You know what? I am really fucking impressed with Hurst. Yeah. Hurst Me is too. a goddamn beast. Yep. And after the game, Hurst, would, like, he was in an interview where he's like, I am I have a home here now. Yeah. He's the man. <clears throat> yeah. I think it fit very well. Like, the, gra- them grabbing him 
oh, yeah. and letting CJ go as, as upset everybody. Like, oh, CJ's part of the... I think we got a better tight end. Easily. He's a better yeah. tight end. He might even be a just as good of a locker room presence. Yeah, I mean, everyone seems to like him. He seems to be uh, like being accepted and considered right, right. off the bat. So that's... Yeah. I mean, he, when you watch him and pl- when you watch him play, he's playing happy. Yeah. yeah so he, he's dude. not playing with any kind of like worries or pressures on his on his mind. So Yeah, he seems like he's got like that mean happy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Happy, like, happy it's like that a... Cordell Volson scouting report. It's like that he's mean but in a good way. He's yeah. mean but productive. That fucking rules. Uh also um Burrow I I just want to talk about this like because post game he did like the Thursday night interview like he sat on panel with Fitzpatrick and he was um when he did the Who Day chant with the fans that were sticking around I'm like Oh, that's a, I think that's a sign of like good, like even better things to come. It's like that's like the like this. I, I know they've won two games in a row, but to me that might be like one of the starting moments of like this would be the starting moment of like oh this team is actually for real now. Yeah. Well, I mean the fact is is that last year when you had a team that what quarterback had only been there what first Burrow was up was second year. Yeah. Yeah, second year. You had a brand new receiving core, and these motherfuckers take it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yep. Like, it, it's a matter of this team is for real. Like, and they just need to fucking finish out. I, all the money they spent on the offensive line this year, we need to see a little bit more out of them as usual. But for the most part, we have a fucking team. Yeah. We have a team that will get into the playoffs once again. Yeah. For sure. So, and maybe all the way. You you have to hope so. Like, like even Burrow said in his post game interview with the Thursday night crew, he's like, "This is the most time time I've had in the pocket all year." Or actually, I take that back. The most time I've had in, in the pocket in in my entire career. See, and yeah. that dude is a dude where you give him time in the pocket, he'll pick you apart. I mean, that's I mean, that's most quarterbacks. Like Burrow, like he's been able to make do with very little time in the pocket. But now that he has time in the pocket, like now that we're getting our money's worth. With this offensive line, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, but I'm also saying that in in when I talk about him picking you apart, I'm talking about the weapons that we have. Yeah, like he's like he's able to check down if he needs to and fucking hit the second and third and know for a fact that they're gonna make the catch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like and then <clears throat> and then it's like when you get Hurst, you get him what three to five three to four yards out from the yardage from the line of scrimmage. He's going to turn his body upfield and be another three or four yards before they take him down. Yes. So he's turning three-yard catches into eight-yard fucking completions. Which could be a critical first down when you need it. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying, like, Burrow is a good enough quarterback to hit his receivers at the perfect spot where they can get separation from the defense and they can actually make some fucking yards. So give him that time with the weapons he's got. Fuck. He can, like, the Bengals have a good enough receiver court to where they can destroy you anywhere on the field. Yeah. It's like Hurst. You can check it down to Hurst. You can check it down to Mixon. Or you can go 10, 15 yards with T or 10, 15 yards with Boyd or 20 to 25 or literally fucking anywhere with Jamar. Yeah. It's nuts. And it's finally, I mean, like, it came together last year, but with a shitty offensive line. And now that this offensive line has, like, playing time, they've gotten their bad games out of the way. But now that they have like playing time under their belt, it's actually like, you, fingers crossed, knock on wood, it's actually starting to come together. Yeah, it is. And you have a tough test this week 
with the Ravens. But the under the understated part of the defense has been Yes, every yeah, oh, yeah. it's kept the defense oh, yeah. has kept us in every single game. See, here's the thing that I've always said though. And even back when we were the, the, the kings of all most around this bitch. Yep. Defense has always been able to put in the work. Yeah. Like just, we would lose <clears throat> games, but we would lose games like fucking what? Like twenty <clears> one. <throat> to 14 or something like that. Like, they would not score more than two or three touchdowns the whole game Yeah, at most. Like, the defense has always put in the work. It's just that in prior seasons, defenses had to stay on the field far too fucking long. Yep, and it wore them the fuck out. Exactly. So, therefore, now that we have an offense that can produce, the defense is able to be out there well-rested and make the stops they need to stop. To make the stops they need to make. Excuse me. And I hate to keep going back to the Steelers game, but, <clears throat> like, the Bengals had a minus five turnover differential, and the defense still only held them to one offensive touchdown. Yeah, that's that insane. A, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's kind of what I was getting. At. Like everyone gives uh, a nod to you know yeah. T and Chase, and but that's true. I think uh, that secondary might be one of the best in in the league. It's nuts. Like you have Von, like Von Bell is on. I mean, not to knock Jesse Bates or anything, but Von Bell's been a fucking stud this year. Yeah, yeah. he's looked fantastic. I mean. And then the, the crazy part about it is this game, <clears throat> excuse me, that we just won, I the, against the Dolphins. No, no, shit, that fucked me. I'm gonna start over. This game that we just won, <laughs> um, I saw a ton of three and outs. Yeah, like a ton, like far more three and outs than I've seen, like in a while. Yeah, it seemed like the the defense really uh, they didn't need the time to get used to each other the right. way the offense has. Like, the offensive line, you can tell they didn't play together. That's like the centerpiece of your offense. Even Like, just as much as the quarterback, your offensive line literally dictates how the play goes. Like, the right. defense, even with, like, DJ Reader out, they, no one ran very – you know, no one ran well against against the right. defense. And they almost looked like they were scared to throw the ball down the field at all because anytime it goes outside of, like, the area of the linebackers, you have to deal with that – Secondary that's either going to smack it out of the air or take it and run back, you know? Yep. Yeah, and how about – I mean, granted, I know Tyreek Hill did very well against the Bengals' defense in the grand scheme of things, but Eli Apple held his own against him. Yeah. Fucking Tyreek only had two receptions, seven yards. It's, I, I love stuff like that where someone is so cocky about one specific thing, and it's like, all right, well, now when you fuck that up, you're going to look – Real dumb. Really, like, really dumb. <laughs> Tariq, is, his mentality right now is, all right, how about the best three out of five? Yeah. <laughs> That's his mentality. He's going to be. He's I mean, gonna get, get him that one time. He's going to be like, all right, see, told you. I'm better than you. All right, cool. Scoreboard. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's fun to watch people get that ridiculous. Like, Oh, yeah. Hey, man, you're a, you're a professional fucking athlete. You're, you're one of the fastest people in America. <clears throat> yeah, and you're a... Uh, Picking Twitter beefs before a game. Like, <laughs> stop. You have beef with Apple? <laughs> Those foods don't I mean, even go know. together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I'm not sure what you want us to do with that, but all right. <laughs> uh, I ignore it, hopefully, because that's what I plan to do. <laughs> but on the other hand, we, we, we got to talk about it. They almost killed Tua? Yeah, we got I mean, to talk about it. I didn't. I had not seen. What was that? Who did they play before us? The Dolphins. The, yeah. Bills. Yeah. Yeah. I did not see that Bills game at all. So <clears throat> when I first saw 
him go down against us, I was like, well, okay, concussion, but why are they making such a big deal? And then I saw him hit his head against the Bills, and I was like, fuck, they cleared him? Yeah, that didn't... Holy shit! It's not just two concussions. It's like two concussions in five days? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, in that first concussion, like, they tried to say, I think they tried to say it was his back or his yeah. ankle yeah. or something. Yeah. And I'm like, you watch how quickly he popped up. Don't nobody with a back or an ankle injury pop up that goddamn fast. Exactly. That was stupid. I think maybe one of the doctors doesn't understand the difference between a back and a head. I, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It was the back of his head? <laughs> <laughs> That's still the back. That's the back. One even, one even up here. Jesus Christ. And the injury report got lost in translation. Yo, son. Yeah, it was written down as turf toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all I know is when I went back, because I was, I literally went back like, let me check this. God damn, for real? They let that motherfucker play? Yeah, he was like, Dog. he was literally on like what they call rubber legs. Like in, yeah. in combat sports, when you see someone get like their equilibri- equilibrium knocked out. The way they walk, that's what Tua did. Like, he stood up, he had to be held up by somebody Dude, for half a second. He stood up, took two steps running, and just went uh, down. Yep. Just down. And then five days later, had the <sighs> shit kicked out of him by Josh Dude. Tupo. Yeah. That I was mean, a clean hit. Yeah, but, none, there's nothing wrong with the hit. You no, can't say anything about I mean, he wasn't like, being, but. Like, I've been tackled by that, and I turned out just fine. Man, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and just leave that one hanging out there. <laughs> Because nobody is defined just fine, so just therefore fine, we're just huh? gonna we're not gonna take a whole section of the podcast to define just fine. <laughs> we're just gonna let you have that and move the fuck on. I know I said that on purpose. Just fine as long as the spaghetti doesn't touch his peas. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck decided to let me eat peas? Oh, no one knows. No one knows. I have eleven in my nose. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? You know, fun fact: Demarcus Robinson can fit seventeen. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we uh, they yeah. Uh, they killed two. Of them. They we really the... did, dude. It, it, it literally crazy. felt like he was down for like fifteen minutes. Dude, he was. I mean, they took three commercial breaks. It was insane. It was well, like another mean, fucking commercial I break. Think... And every time they came back, he's just all fucked up with his fingers. Just his fence, his fencing response. He's like, what? yeah. <laughs> He was just on the on the stretcher, and they're like, "Oh, why are we cutting back to this?" And then right back to a fucking uh, a, a coke commercial. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that dude was unconscious. Yeah, like out cold. I was and then un- when he came to, they probably told him, "Don't you fucking move. Stay your ass right where you are." I was just surprised he knew it was a sign for concussion. <laughs> 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 ASL works for me. So fucking funny. Holy fuck. (laughs) I'm very clever. He is. I'm going to put that in the Houdé Nation group chat later. (laughs) You have to have the picture, though, with it. Yes. There are a couple more things I want to talk about that. Tom in Miami got him joining gangs and shit. Yeah. (laughs) So, one thing I want to talk about is like the storylines that came out after the concussion and the game and shit were so ridiculous. Like, did you see, like, Mike McDaniel was like, um, "Oh, we, uh, oh, he's fine. He watched MacGruber on the flight oh, home." Oh God damn! I saw that shit. That's so ridiculous. Oh my God! I, like, you watched MacGruber on the flight home and laughed the whole time. That is the sign of a concussion. 
That is literally what that is. Oh, d- d- he's d- like, no, he was fine. He stared blankly at moving shiny things and laughed. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do every day. <laughs> Alex has made a career out of it, but I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, when they had McGruber out in the theaters, it came with a free shot to the back of the head before you got in the theater. I love that movie. You do? <laughs> yes. My God, I ain't know they hit you in the back of the head that many times, dude. I was like 13. Where's this? McGruber's an alright movie. I'll give it. I do. McGruber's Honestly, a good I just, movie. I've never actually sat down and watched it, so I'm it's just really talking good. shit about it's a movie I know nothing about. It's a good movie. Like yeah. when I started watching SNL, Will Forte was easily one of my favorites. Yeah, dude, he he's was... so fucking funny. Isn't, didn't he do that? Uh, the Last Guy on Earth or something? Yeah, yeah, the yeah Last, Man, Last on Man on Earth. Earth. That was yeah. a good. TV show for like I eight actually, episodes. <laughs> he also did a, uh, he did a, one of my favorite SNL sketches was when it was just him and John Hamm. It was a Halloween episode, but Will Forte dressed up as a sex offender. <sighs> Have you seen that sketch? No. He's like pretending that his, se- his, he's like, he's a sex offender going door to door like it's his legal obligation. <laughs> but he's pretending that it's his Halloween costume <clears throat> like he had John Hamm sign and date papers. <laughs> Jesus. It's so goddamn funny. Like it's part of the costume. Will you sign and date these, please? <laughs> That's fantastic. No, dude, he's so funny. Um, but also, like, people were telling him, like, Tua should retire. And well, people... so if there's seizure activity after something like that, then yeah, he might have to consider that. Like, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that. It's, we have it's, a drop for the Northside Siren yet? Because you guys need a drop every episode. No, no guaranteed. Like once an episode, Siren. it happens. Yeah, well, once fail. an episode. I mean, it's fucking Northside. What do y'all expect? <laughs> no, it literally happens once an episode. It's insane. Yeah, and it's so fun. It's fucking Northside. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> There's a fire department right there. There is. And all of the hospitals are like three minutes that way. Yeah. Yeah. And all the, the crime is just right around here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't got to say it, but y'all gentrified the neighborhood, motherfucker. So y'all responsible for a good, t- for a good portion of it. Gentrification, gentrification. Anyway. Just That's cost every, just him. Just caught every, cost everybody one catalytic converter. <laughs> <laughs> What's the price of gentrification? <laughs> <laughs> hiked, up, hiked up rent in your cat- catalytic converter. Oh, <laughs> shit. Have you lost yours yet? No. <sighs> Anyone gonna fuck my orange car? <laughs> what, uh, Cody, what time we at? 26. Ooh, we're here at 26. So I was also gonna talk about, with like, now that we talked about two, I, there were a couple other things I wanted to talk about, but they'll come to me. Uh, at, speaking of, uh, unlocked, unlike the Dolphins' offensive line, the Bengals' offensive line has been holding up pretty goddamn well. Uh, the offense is limiting turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first game we gave up like what? Four or no, it was five. Yeah. And then I don't think they've gotten even half that since then. Well, I mean the first game, they also gave up how many sacks? Uh, Seven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it's like we've said already, the offensive line is having, is being able to gel and learn how to play together. Um, Once they're giving Burrow that kind of time, He's able to make sure his receivers get to the positions they need to be in to get the ball. Um, you just described whole... football. I did. Yeah. I really did. Yes, I did. You are learning. But see, here's the thing. I'm describing football because the fact of the matter is, we just this is a football, football podcast. Football. These, boys just, these boys just fucking learn how to play good football. Yeah. Zach Taylor just turned the difficulty to rookie. <laughs> I mean, something. Shit. I, don't, I will say that I was watching Mixon during the game. And I could, you can almost tell if he's gonna run or pass block by like that was a Reddit thing. I saw that like you like he has a tell. Oh, like I didn't, 
apparently he has a tell where and I don't know why I'm saying this on a podcast, but I think um if he has believe, a tell? <laughs> oh midget. No? Alright. <laughs> what the fuck? David Tell. Got it. Oh my god. He point. lost his virginity to I can still feel her beard. I can still feel her beard. <laughs> With them titties. Oh, wait. <laughs> they say she's retarded, but those titties, titties ain't retarded. retarded. Is that an Eminem tune? <laughs> I'd like you, it to be slow known. Glass league. I'd like it to be known <laughs> that I did not participate in the staying of the R word. I have enough things against me. I don't need to add that to it. No, so. no, no. It's like when you say the N word. He's allowed to say it. I, I'm actually working on a bit of a high can say retarded. <laughs> it's like if we're watching if, like I'm the kind of autistic person where if we're watching a football game together and you go, "Hey, is that ref retarded?" I will go, "Hey, man, I agree." Uh, goodbye, sponsors. Goodbye, Athletic Green. <laughs> <laughs> I only barely knew you. No Anyways, more hey. blue chew. You said he has a tell. Uh, he has a tell. What's the tell? He, uh, apparently, his t- uh, his tell is if he's crouching, it's a run. And if he's standing, it's a pass. Yeah, it seems like he, he like leans leans in and like gets lower when he's gonna run. Yeah, or at least that's what I was seeing. It seemed like he kept doing that. So I was like, because at one point I saw like when he's up, one of the linebackers, there's a thing where you, you pat like he's up. Right. Oh, okay. So one of the linebackers like it's probably a pass, and it was. Mm-hmm. And then I see him on the next one where he's laying down like that, and he runs, and I was like. Is this a thing? And then, yeah, it kept happening, like, noticeably. Yeah. And I think it, like, I think Mixon's, like, the, ba- I mean, this is literally a fucking billion-dollar organization. They're going to have a talk with Mixon and be like, hey, man, you got to be less obvious with your shit. So it could fuck with this rhythm next game. I don't know. Yeah, well, hopefully not. <clears throat> well, they could just try throwing passes anywhere near Samaj P. Ryan so he can look at them hit the ground. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that's okay. There, uh, I completely forgot. Autism <clears throat> distraction. But the, uh, Connor Tweel brought this up to me about the two injury. There's one more thing I wanted to talk about, and then this is very funny. Because, like, you know how, like, there was that super long delay? It was, the, the injury happened on a second down. And there was a super long delay. It was, like, 15 minutes. They brought him out on the stretcher. And then after that delay, the PA announcer goes, just long delay. It's third down! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still got to play the game, dog. Yeah. Shit, everybody still got a job to do. Oh, dude, it was fucking great. I mean, we feel bad for that, dude, but uh, they're going to pay me till the fourth quarter's over, right? <laughs> it's third down! <laughs> it's, that's like the kind of... He's, he's been waiting for 15 minutes to say it's third down. Hey, look. Sometimes you got it in the holster. And, oh, I completely forgot, too. Um, there was also a debate, and I kind of agree with the athletes here, is where you stop uh, showing replays of the injuries. Yeah. that that There's a point where you're like, all right, this is getting gratuitous. Yeah. yeah. Like, seriously. And I, I get – I was talking with my Uncle Cy Amundsen about this. It's like I get that they show it because, like, they're waiting 15 minutes. Or they What else are they going to show? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get why there is that point where it gets, like – all right, man. I think we. I think we. I think we, we saw it. We've just, all seen it enough. I've seen that particular angle four times since we've been waiting. Can we just stop for a minute? Like, but we brought fifty-one cameras for each saying. angle. This is Amazon Prime. God damn it! <laughs> We're giving them the best. Oh, uh, uh, yep. But yeah, I agree with the athletes. It's like don't show the injury because it's, it's like the word. It's like a traumatized. It's gonna affect Tua for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah, he can't he can't spell anymore. <laughs> I mean, he, he forgot wasn't... he forgot what third grade was. 
I mean, he he like he, he doesn't but, know his family. But I'm like, hoping you read this somewhere. Because <laughs> it's funny. Like two Sundays ago, he, he, he slept in the wrong house. He thinks Europe is a different type of cheese now. <laughs> Was that like a Swiss? Oh my god! Now, now, now every time he hears a whistle, he screams. That's not stuff like <laughs> Waddle is no longer a receiver. It's not what he's going to do to the line of scrimmage every play. <laughs> Man, he's so traumatized in the head. It's like it's almost as if he's one of Tyreek Hill's kids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. Can I say that on air? No, you, you I just do. Apparently, you can. Oh boy. Oh, wait till next week where I'm going to have some very, very fun offensive jokes. Oh, really? For the Saints next week? Yeah, for the Saints. Oh, this week I got some. <laughs> No, nah, I've been waiting for the Saints one because there's one, there's one past player where I, uh, I'm going to give a little spoiler. And Lloyd, I'm going to text you about this after the show. But when I last wrote to the Saints, I remember there was a player who is – he has ALS now. And I uh, wrote a shit ton of jokes about him. And I'm going to retell them Nice. next week. Okay. And they're very fun. What's ALS? A lot of shakes? <laughs> um, Can be. Uh. Uh, a lot of slobber, actually. <laughs> I mean, you know. Man, he got that Marty McFly. <laughs> <laughs> what, the shoes? Nah, the head. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that, but that's just, that's the count of our subscriber count going down. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. so... Last it starts week, off with, fuck you. If you can't keep up... Like, I mean, <laughs> we set the tone. You know what we're doing. I mean, that is kind of a precursor. Right? Like, <laughs> the first thing you... Fuck you! Like, right, seriously. They hear, it's in the name. Yeah. What's the uh, ceremony you kept talking about? What ceremony? I'm giving you your chair. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yes, 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 yes. No, I, I, uh, I uh, no, that was the ceremony. Oh, okay. I thought of it, me. I thought it was a bit bequeathing. You to do. It, it kind of was, but it was me bequeathing my Being chair, bequeathing my Being chair to Cody Hucker because that's the easier producer chair. Bequeathed to, to that's Cody That's been my Hucker. chair for a long time. I'm tired of being the retard where it's like, this is my spot. I think you were more being less of a queef about your chair. That's what it was. I was what? Well, I'll, I was being. I'm not going to repeat it. I was being more was of a queef about his chair. Beef queefing? Being less of a queef about his chair. Is this the bastard sermon right now? I mean. <laughs> Might as well be. I love this. I mean, it was two days ago. So. <laughs> and I was here then, too. Because of you and your yeah, condition. Yeah, it's my fault. Did you address that on the podcast? Because of you and your condition. Did you address what had happened with Phil? Phil can address it. Oh, no. It's just a simple fact of the matter is that when Schubert first booked me, he told me that it was going to be on, but today's the 6th. He told me it was going to be on Tuesday the 4th. So I show up here actually on time and shit <laughs> and fucking walk in and the bastard sermon is just about to jump off. So they were like, fuck it, you want to join in? Oh, yeah, what the hell, why not? So no, I we were literally in. setting up like the backdrops yeah. and everything, and Phil walked, like, I hear, hear him outside talking to Luke, and I'm like, yeah. Is that the ghost of Isaac Hayes out there? <laughs> <laughs> Who is the man <laughs> that shows up unannounced to your podcast? Yes, Oh, but nah, so it was, yeah, I was out there talking to Luke. Luke was like, oh, shit, dude, you're here, what's up? I was like, yeah, what's up, I'm here for the, oh, what the fuck, okay. So, I mean, it was a happy accident. Oh, yeah. Oh, it but was I, a happy accident that worked out. Oh, we had a fucking blast. Dude, I love doing the bastard sermon. Thanks, Well, Alex. you get to do it next I'm glad week. you fucked up. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Uh, it'll be fun. Speaking of next week, this is we'll get to this before we get to the burns. The Ravens game is fucking huge. Huge. Yeah. It is. It's the biggest game of the year. I was talking to uh not yet. It's not on screen yet. Don't worry. Okay, cool. But Poe's just motivating me right now. Getting it ready. Even though his is his ACL is torn. But that is a very funny story. But <laughs> this is ADHD in a can, kid. I mean, for real. <laughs> Oh, I got it. I got it. Fucking pure uncut. ADHD, <laughs> Asperger's, gay. Oh, I got all that <laughs> shit. But all the mental illnesses. Yep, all the mental illnesses. <laughs> Dude, I remember there's a story like back in the late '70s where I think in one European country they classified homosexuality as a disease. There's still a handful of countries that have shit like I that. I know. So to protest, a bunch of people called in gay to work. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking okay, that's awesome. funny. That is fucking amazing. I like that one. Uh, like, and then that's another form of protest. They actually just start blowing each other. Every hey. day. <laughs> I mean, just right some... outside the door to the building. Yeah, just everybody, everybody, just like you know, switch cubicles and was blow your neighbor to the left. <laughs> some guys looking up from a blowjob. This is overkill. <laughs> I think we got him, guys. I think I need just... to talk to my wife. Um, the office just suddenly turns into a key party. <laughs> What's a key party? Where everybody drops their keys in a bowl and you go home with whoever picks your keys. Oh, oh, that's fun. Some old 70s swinger shit. Yeah. They're they're young. Like, I know, like, the I, I just learned the pineapple thing a few weeks, like, a, a little bit ago. It's like if there's a pineapple in, in like, a bar, cough, cough, the bell on the bear, that is, um, that's where the swingers go. Yeah. But, okay, so let's get back to the Ravens game. We've gone on so many tangents. We have. This is a huge game. I was talking to my Uncle Cy about this. This is it's easily the biggest game of the year. It's going to come down to Burrow versus Lamar. I think it's going to come down to the defense versus Lamar. Yes. It's like if the Bengals' defense can contain Lamar Jackson and keep them off the field, it'll give Burrow – like because the Ravens' secondary is fucked. Yeah. If – the Bengals can the Bengals will win if they dominate time of possession. Yeah. I think the Bengals are gonna win just because they're better. And the over under is forty eight. The Vegas over under is forty eight. I'm like, I am taking the over on that. Maybe. That's a that's a that's a lot yeah. of points. Well, I mean, that's not that's not like crazy, but forty eight's like uh say like twenty four each? 27-21. That's not even a touchdown. I get how numbers per... work. <laughs> hey, Lloyd. Go to hell. <laughs> I don't, don't even gamble, so I'm <coughs> just sitting up here like participating. Oh, it just meant it's yeah, how, many points, the yeah, how many points the overall. How many points are scored in the game. Yeah. What's the plus three minus? What does that mean? That's the margin. Like, say if it's... Uh, like Bengals twenty seven, Ravens twenty four. That's like if that's a predicted score, that means Bengals minus three. That's like the if it's plus three, that means the Bengals will lose by three. Gotcha. And if it's minus three, that means they'll win by three. Gotcha. And sometimes there's like point five. There's the over under, which is like over forty eight or under forty eight. And I forget what the other one is. Well, thank you very. Oh, much there's for, the money line. Duh. Thank, thank you very much for tuning in to Gambling for Dummies. We appreciate your patronage, and we hope you keep listening. Gambling Sponsored. with dummies. 
Sponsored by Blue Chew. Do you have a Blue Chew sponsorship? We used to. Damn, what happened? Lily read it, and I think it. they were just like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> when she was, what, like 15? She was 17. <laughs> you oh, fucking monster. No, Lloyd uh, made her read it so she could get Sims credits. <laughs> The entire room, I remember this. It's one of my favorite moments in the history of the podcast. Uh, the entire room was screaming, laughing. Yeah. It, it was like, uh, in part of the ad read, it was like, add personal experience. And Lily looks at me like, do you want me to do this? I was like, nope, nope. This is a bad idea. I don't like this idea anymore. But she just looked me dead in the face without missing me. Like, do you want me to do that? Or? Like, nope. Let's not. Let's not. Lily fucking rules, dude. So, uh, <coughs> so like I said, it's going to come down. I think it's like you said, Bengals defense. If the Bengals defense can contain Lamar and keep the offense on the field, Bengals Bengals are going to win the game. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And it'll be fun to watch. But like the Bengals defense, you ready to take down these goddamn Ravens? Fuck yeah! Let's start. We're we're going to start with the mascot Poe. There we go, uh, Lloyd. What do you got? Uh, the Ravens recently had to re-sign their backup mascots, Edgar and Allen, after Poe blew out his knee during the halftime game uh, versus the Commanders in the preseason. The mascots' names are a nod to legendary Baltimore author Edgar Allan Poe, whose poem The Raven is the team's namesake. And much like Edgar Allan Poe, the whole team is something we are told is talented and relevant, but in truth, they're boring as shit and depressing. Are they relevant? Nevermore. <laughs> Like you said, the Ravens mascot Poe. That was a good one. The Ravens mascot Poe had to be carted off the field after suffering a leg injury in a mascots versus kids game. Which, by the <coughs> way, have you ever seen a mascots versus kids game, Cody? No. They're awesome. Watching kids get trucked by dudes in costumes <laughs> is fucking awesome. It's, it, it's pretty good. It's. But it looks like you're not. It looks like it shouldn't be allowed to happen. But it's like ah, they're on the field, so it's fine. Like, I mean, you'll literally see. There's times you'll see somebody like just get completely run the fuck over. It's like a it's fifth like, grader trucked yeah, by like a an fucking, adult. It's like an eight year old just getting fucking blasted by some six foot two dude in a mascot uniform, just running oh, full amazing. tank. Just this rules. It's so oh. fun. That sounds like it rocks so hard. <laughs> Actually, that's how Tua started football. <laughs> I can't really tell if that's a raven or one of the crows from the Wiz. So the Ravens mascot Poe had to be carted off the field after suffering a leg injury in a mascots versus kids game. Even worse, when Poe looked down at the injury cart, he saw five different writings that all said J.K. Dobbins was here. (laughs) (laughs) And the owner... Steve Biscotti. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but he's actually just made up of used pillowcases of other Italian men. <laughs> he, he tries so hard with his tough guy persona that he, he was just recently talking about he doesn't take medications unless it's absolutely necessary. And uh, so instead of taking his Viagra, now he just shoves raw spaghetti noodles down his dick hole. <laughs> Which, much like his team, only leads to disappointment and unnecessary injury. Oh, my God. And things crack way too easily. <laughs> Steve Biscotti looks like he starred in the hit movie Ernest Goes to Underpay Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
Ooh. Steve Biscotti looks like if an invasive Facebook ad for Ray-Bans was a person. <laughs> uh, last year, there was one I loved last year. I said he, uh, what, he can only come if he's choking himself with the actual tape out of a Rocky VHS. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's good. The GM, Eric DaCosta. Eric DaCosta's hair is so thin, I nicknamed it Guaranteed Money in Lamar Jackson's contract offer. <laughs> I see a theme here. Uh, I think that might be the end of the theme, if we're being honest. Eric DaCosta was born when someone froze off one of Ed Harris's dick warts and put it into one of Steve, <laughs> Steve Jobs' jizz socks. Eric DaCosta looks like Hank from Breaking Sad. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like one of the first five Oath Keepers. <laughs> You gotta bring references of people are gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! Motherfuck. Read a goddamn byline on a Yahoo News page <laughs> once in a while, motherfuckers. I just heard that like <laughs> from that. I read Twitter like a person. Why? You're not a person. Yeah, true. I want to be a person. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> Cody over there chilling back, saying something awful. Okay. okay, can I just go into one of the dumbest jokes I've ever written, please? please. <clears throat> yeah, let's do that. Coaching. John Harbaugh. Oh, I'm going to hate Lloyd. Go for it. Uh, John Harbaugh looks like he has never not paid for sex, <laughs> <laughs> including during his marriage. <laughs> If he has to, if he wants to have sex with his wife, he has to bring his wallet and kick the Andy Reid body pillow off the bed. <laughs> I was the delivery on that a bit, but that's okay. Uh, I'm also gonna hate myself, and I don't think I don't even think this is the dumbest joke I've written this episode. John Harbaugh sounds like a parrot's favorite coach. <laughs> Who's your favorite coach? What Harbaugh? <laughs> Jesus Christ! John Harbaugh is. Lips are thinner than Eric DaCosta's hairline. Yeah, they are. You know what? I, I'm, I'm okay with my joke not landing. I'm it's okay. fine. I'm it's okay with it. Hey, you know what? I tried Me to bomb you. worse. That's okay. I tried to bomb worse on mine to save you from your... Yours didn't, yours didn't bomb. Mine bomb. I think bomb. we're all still like weirded out by him Iagoing over there. I don't know what that means. The That's it. From yeah. Aladdin. The joke would have done well if I was, if I was in my spot. Oh, for the love <laughs> of God. Do you want it back? <laughs> no, I'm entire. I literally said that as a bit. I'm entirely kidding. Oh fuck! Let's move on to that quarterback, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson. Oh, 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 Pippy ankle socks. <laughs> he looks like if someone got really sick of these motherfucking worms on his motherfucking fishing boat. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Bugs Bunny dropping an anvil on his head. I noticed he took that f- giant fake spider off his head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's an old headshot, buddy. Oh, so the spider's net. There oh, the spider's now. still there. Okay. Especially during this month, I mean. <laughs> it is Halloween. The motherfucker's just always in creepy costume. Lamar Jackson had a Twitter beef with former Raven <clears throat> safety Bernard Pollard. Did you see this? Which is insane to me. That's like in Hollywood if Tom Hanks had a Twitter beef with Bernard Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> so very irrelevant. <laughs> Dude, it, if you read it, it feels so like 
petty. It was because like Pollard was like, he's trashing the team. <coughs> he's basically trashing the franchise quarterback. Where he's like, he's a top ten talent, but not a top ten quarterback. Meanwhile, he's probably the best quarterback in the league this year. Yeah, but you know, Pollard's just mad because no he's, one cares. He, Pollard's just mad because he had to sit with Joe Flacco for fucking years. <laughs> but it's okay. I think that's all I had. Tyler Huntley. Got nothing. Jesus. Tyler Huntley looks like someone bought a Lamar Jackson costume <laughs> from an overseas Halloween store. <laughs> Plays that way, too. Yeah. Running back. You guys ready to hear one of my other dumbest jokes? Let's go. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins sounds like the name of the official jester of Hogwarts. <laughs> if you would like to go hear a joke or a silly, go down the hall and speak with J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> I need you guys to know how many times I practiced that this week. Jesus. I, I, that's all I could think of when you were doing it. I was like, I, this sounds like an accent he's been working. Like, Thank, Shout out to my mirror for tolerating that. It's the only one that will. <laughs> I'm going to go to your mirror later on after this episode just to spite you, you bitch. My mirror deals with me reciting that James Vanderbeek line from Varsity Blues. I don't want your life. <laughs> I stand in the mirror and scream that all the time. <laughs> His name sounds like the even more transphobic novelist of Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, he looks like his older brother picked him first for flag football once, and he's never let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Cody, you got much? Uh, you just had your burn. I got nothing. Uh, Back up, Gus Edwards. This is another dumb joke, but like you said, this is the Ravens. They're they're very difficult to roast sometimes, and that's okay. <clears throat> Gus Edwards' face looks like a twin-size bedsheet on a queen-size mattress that is very stretched out. Man, I've heard of crochet braids before, but Jesus Christ, dog, you're not supposed to use actual yarn. You got anything? No. Next up. He looks like Fetty Mop. (laughs) (laughs) Running back Justice Hill. He looks looks like Earthworm Jamal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Looks like a ghetto version of Beaker. <laughs> Justice Hill sounds like a place that a man named Tweaker. <laughs> I had to. Sorry. Justice Hill sounds like a place that a man named Gus Edwards would go to in order to fight for his Second Amendment rights. <laughs> I need. I need to keep my gun, so I'm going to Justice Hill. That sounds like Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene calls her tits. <laughs> Justice, uh, Justice Molehill. <laughs> Justice Speedbump. <laughs> She's newly single. Late. Oh, shit. Yeah, she is. Her husband filed for divorce. Yeah, Find well. her unhinged. <laughs> Find her unhinged. Find her on. She's been there. Find her on Truth Social Dating. <laughs> Swap right for truth. Wide receiver. Rashad Bateman. <clears throat> Look, I don't want to shit on this dude, but if if your team's listed number one receiver is a dude that I thought was the star of Ozark until just right now, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a problem. 
Dude, so Rashad Bateman, he wears the number seven in honor of the number of interesting things that he's ever done in his life. <laughs> I couldn't even find those. So. Dude, it's like, I barely give a shit. Cool, you got earrings. Cool, whatever. <laughs> he's the number one receiver, and he has 11 catches all year. It's... I don't know, it's it's a bummer to try and roast this this team because yeah. one we do it a lot and two they're fucking boring. They are. There's nothing, there's nothing interesting. Here. There's nothing interesting. Yeah. I mean, so if you want to tune out now, you're more than welcome <laughs> to. <laughs> but, but don't because I need my thirty two dollars. Okay, that was too loud. A little bit. I said it not in the mic. So also, I, nobody knows what the thirty two dollars means. It's the money I get every quarter. Every quarter? From doing this podcast? About. You make $32 a fiscal quarter from this podcast? About. Why are you still doing this podcast? Because I like Time to pass it along. Lloyd. <coughs> I'm sorry. You're good. I pay him the other 32 <laughs> Why do you pay me 20 an episode? You guys are operating this podcast in such a deficit. Wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> to Marcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson wears a number ten in honor of the sh- of the size shoe he would put on his nose if his nose wore shoes. <laughs> he looks like a deformed character from the cartoon Doug. He looks like he's gonna bald in a reverse mohawk. <laughs> he looks like the love child of Bill Cosby and a Jello pudding pop. <laughs> All right, and next. Devin Duvernay. I actually like this joke. Devin Duvernay is cousins with Kyler Murray, making him the only Ravens receiver who knows what it's like to be around a quarterback. (laughs) Devin Duvernay. His name sounds like a vintage of wine that pairs best with chicken tenders and macaroni. Have a have a uh, I can't even have a just have a McNugget with a Duvernay. Can we get a nice glass of the Duvernay? This macaroni is particularly petite. <laughs> and your Tyson Chacon. Excuse me, but uh, do you still have the Duvernay on aisle four in this ch- in this gas station? It's the, it's the wine they serve at fucking Raising Cane's. <laughs> I fuck heavy with Raising Cane's. I do too. Oh, I love Raising Cane's. If they had wine, I would not expect it to be good. It's Yes. And we have one more play to roast. It's that tight end, Mark Andrews. His position says tight end. His hairline would beg to differ. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he look like he's trying to be white Drake? Every joke about him up until now, I think has. Yeah. Sorry, I I don't know the guy at all. Mark Andrews, if you know anything about Mark Andrews, he looks like if Drake traded his Degrassi wheelchair for an insulin pump. (laughs) (laughs) Every third picture of him is him, like, lifting up his shirt like this. Jesus. To show off the little insulin pump. And fans have, like, put all kinds of goofy shit in there. Like, they've had, like, (laughs) someone's, like, Photoshop like, a sword in there. Like, Like he's, like, showing off a weapon. (laughs) He's showing off the Ravens playbook, which is just a note card that says, Run Lamar Jackson. (laughs) He looks like, uh, he looks like he would play Drake in the porn remake of Degrassi, but it'd be called Degrossi Middle School. (laughs) All right, that's all yep. I got. Yep. That's yep. all that's I got. I'm that's trying it. to. Th- all right, boom. Be guys. I know they're kind of a boring team to roast, but Lloyd, Phil, Cody Hucker, mainly Lloyd and Phil. <laughs> oh. 
I love you, Cody. I love you too, Alex. I think we got him pretty good. I think so too. I think we got it. Let's move on to those predictions and bullshit. As long as you stop dancing. Please. Go ahead. All right. Pan the camera, goddammit. There we go. <sighs> predictions Christ. and bullshit. Like we said, biggest game of the year. I'm looking forward to it. Sunday night, oh. prime fucking time. My prediction is uh, Bengals are going to win 42 to 11. Ooh. Hmm. I'm going to say four, I'm going to say Bengals 42,000, Ravens 10 and a half. Yep. That seems like I think my my big prediction is that all of the players on the Ravens team are just going to take off their uniforms and put on Bengal uniforms and then the Ravens are just going to forfeit and that's how the Bengals are going to win. I like that. I like it. Uh, my player of the game is going to be Hayden Hurst. It's a revenge game for Hayden Hurst. Yeah. So I'm going to say Hayden Hurst gets 12 receptions <coughs> for 512 yards. Actually, 513 yards. Six touchdowns. He punches Mark Andrews' insulin pump twice. <laughs> I like it. I like the whole thing. Yep. My bold prediction. Mark Andrews drinks Jones soda during the game. <laughs> All right. That's my bold prediction. All righty. This was a, it was, it was a, like, like we said, it's a tough episode. It was... Can I get my predictions? Yes, yes, Cody. I predicted everybody turned this podcast off 15 to 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I I love you guys. Yeah, this it was a tough one. Yeah, the Ravens are always fucking brutal. It's yeah. like you can't find anything to work with. Like you're like, oh yes, yeah. so we've said the look like jokes about all of these people twelve fucking times. It's now. like someone grope a cheerleader. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> he's not we wrong. We need material. It's like never, someone get them driving drunk or something. Like I'm, I've never rooted for a sexual assault or again, child please. being more in my yeah. life. To show you how fucking easy it is to roast these motherfuckers, we didn't even touch the defense at all. Yeah, we usually don't. Yeah. Oh, really? Sometimes we do. I should listen to this podcast more yeah, often. Yeah, yeah. I should. More yeah. often? Yeah. Well, Ever. the last time I was here, well, the last time I did this podcast, we actually did defense too. Yeah, I know. I was just... So fuck y'all. <laughs> and your guys' defense this is a hard podcast to do every week. You guys got to write for this every week. You got to come up with burns. You got to fucking put together a slideshow. Dude. Let alone every year, and it's the same teams, the same players. So yeah, it's you got to hope like sometimes like players change teams and shit. Like th- like last year we had fucking Hollywood Brown and or that like you know, you, it's the Raiders. Who's a good team to roast? The Raiders Would it be next week. The Raiders Would, are fun. The Jets are usually week? fun. The <laughs> Saints are up. fun. Yeah, why don't we Dude, hype up James, what's happening next week? Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton. Yeah, that'll be fun. He doesn't know what that means. Andy Ooh, Dalton used to be our quarterback, and I don't know anything about Jameis Winston. But. He's a piece of shit. And we'll get into that next week. Yep. And we'll talk about Steve Gleason, too. We oh, yeah. actually have a... I think I've told Lloyd about this, but next week, our guests... We have two guests next week. Mm. It is a power couple of Cincinnati comedy. Kevin Hall and his girlfriend, Hannah Youngholm. Hell, yeah. Dude, it's going to be super fun. Like, Kevin's a big Bengals guy, and... Oh, word. I don't think Hannah watches much, but she will be... Uh, I think she's going to help Kevin write some jokes. Yeah, she, uh, she's doing... A couple of burns of the live one we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, she did. 
It's a, it's going to be a fun one, and I'm really, really excited for it. I hope they're cool with my Steve Gleason jokes. <laughs> they will be. Yeah. Do you know about Steve Gleason? A little bit. All right, cool. Well, we'll get to it uh, that week. Next week, it's going to be a fun one. Thank you for tuning in this week. The Ravens ones are always tough. It's going to be prime time this week. We're excited. Finally, fucking plugs. That was good timing, Cody. Lloyd. Check out the Bastard Sermon. As always. Uh, it's uh, out every Sunday for free, Saturday for Patreon listeners. The Patreon is where everything fun happens. Oh, the more yeah. fun versions of it happen. Uh, everybody's more comfortable and dialed in. I've still, yet, I've still yet to listen to your and Phil's episode from a while back. Oh, it was so much damn <clears> fun. There's, Holy shit. I, I remember me and Phil both like had that like uh, teary-eyed, like stomach-holdy kind of like... <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was it was. Anytime you see Phil on our show, you know that it's going to be one of the best episodes because he just understands like what the show is and exactly what to do, and he brings such good like energy and chemistry with the whole crew. So anytime you see a Phil Pointer episode of the Bastard Sermon, come the fuck on. We've had him like three times At this month, I think. <laughs> it's he's the man. Well, I mean, Ten days the... in October, we've had this man in fucking twenty five times already. But the fact of the matter is, is that every time I come in here, y'all create such a fun atmosphere. That I can't help but jump in. So it's like, it's it's a fucking good-ass time for all involved. You should really check out all of them. Seriously. And if for some reason you like Alex, he'll be on next week. Yes. For my, <laughs> for my, for my birthday episode. That'll be fun, dude. I, lo- I always love doing the Bastard Sermon because like, I, I hope I... I hope I'm good for you guys as well. For you that. are, yeah, dude, absolutely, it's dude. Fun. We love having oh, you yeah. on. It's so fun, and especially if Lily's here to pick on you. I that's... know. <laughs> Nothing's better than that. Nothing's better. I know. It's the best. She gets my ass too. I may just have to show up to watch that happen, dude. It's 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 magic. It's it's. <laughs> I think that's the quietest episodes I have on it because <laughs> I I can't I can't stop like sitting there like you can barely I'll... hear him clear his throat. <laughs> All right, Phil, Philly P, what are your plugs? Uh, Since I have no idea when this is coming out and I'm no good without my calendar, I'm just going to say this. Type in Phil Pointer on all social media and you'll find me. I post everything there. Nice. Uh, Do you you know what shows you have coming up or is it? I'm no good without my my calendar calendar. was like the second sentence. (laughs) Hey, shut up. (laughs) Don't talk to me. Stop talking. I got some plugity plugs. It'll be fun. Uh, October 12th, next month. We got to work this out, actually. That's my birthday. That is your birthday. And we're doing the Bastard Ceremony. The day before. The day before on the 11th. I'm free that night. That's his birthday week, bitch. It's, it's my his birthday, birthday week, week. bitch. Uh, October 12th and the 26th, I will be at Summit City Comedy Club in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Nice. That'll be fun. Dope. October 18th, I will be at Louisville Comedy Club doing a set. This is a really fun one. October 27th, I will be at the White Rabbit Cabaret in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's very fun. That's a great venue. That is a fun show. I've done White Rabbit. It's so good. It's so fun. And I'm so excited to do it. And I'll actually, I won't be doing my own material. Oh, you're doing the uh, Halloween thing? Guess who I'm doing? Geraldo. Geraldo. Gotta be Geraldo. Of course. Yeah, he's the best. He's one of the best ever. Agreed. Go with him and do Weekend at Bernie Max. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Why greet you, know? motherfuckers. <laughs> I should have been scared of you, motherfuckers. <laughs> or, you know, sugar. 
you know, one of them. <laughs> Actually, it was pneumonia. Yeah, but apparently it was. It was like a lung thing. Yeah, yeah I know. But I think it was all kind of shit. Yeah, I think. Also, seriously, thanks to uh, Alex and Lloyd for allowing me to produce their uh-huh. podcast. And Always. paying me to do this. I I get a paid producer credit from doing this podcast. I really appreciate you guys. Hell yeah, Thank dude. You. Thank you for coming on and making this easy on us. I'm happy to give up my chair to a dear friend. <laughs> Even a though this man. is empty, fucking cheers. Love you, buddy. Thanks. Uh, of course. Uh, I'm also trying to make it up to Chicago. Um, Halloween. I'm going to be doing VA Bennett's venue up at, uh, it's a place called Butch McGuire's. That'll be a fun one to do. VA is the fucking best. He's the best. VA rules. Yeah. VA knows a lot of people. Everyone, it seems like. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm excited for it. But all that being said, Lloyd. Alex. Phil. Alex. Cody. Alex. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck you, Baltimore Ravens. We like the Bengals. Why, man?